Warning, this podcast is hosted by a hopeless 20-something-year-old who's probably at home sleeping right now. Welcome to the Hopeless Homebody. joined with a very special guest all the way from poco in the lovely british columbia canada represent who do i have on this other end who is this (laughs) the drama oh wait i'm introducing myself is that i (laughs) can't i can't um i I am, I, I feel like I'm like slating. Yeah. My name is Emily Duke. I'm 5'3". I'm from Vancouver, yeah, BC. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am an actor. I'm trying to be. I'm pretty much an yeah. actor. Um, and I went to camp with Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was a year ahead of me with Tess, if you guys have heard that episode. Um, and yeah. We've been friends ever since. And then she betrayed us by going to live out her dreams, <laughs> which is more than I can say for myself. So there you go. So let's just <laughs> yeah. jump right into my first segment. Yes. So I have a new segment on my podcast, which is fashion trends. So fashion yeah. trends. So fashion trends that relate to my topic. So basically, Love it. TikTok popularized people in their depression outfits and depression fits, as one would say. Um, so I just wanted to know, Emma, what is your go-to depression fit? Like, stay in bed all day, chillax, relax, what is your go-to oh, fit? Literally this right now. Um, fit, yeah, check. Yeah, fit check. I've got... My good old Aritzia oh sweatpants. My, my, I don't know if anyone heard me there, but I've got my Aritzia yes. sweatpants. I've got um, my 1975 crew nice. neck. And I've got some socks that I have not taken off for, hey, maybe four <sighs> nice, days. Nice, nice, nice. No one needs no, to no. know. <laughs> and we've got about four-day-old hair oh, I going. Love it. So. I love it. <laughs> Do you want to hear something legendary and iconic? I... I actually need to. I probably to. have the same sweatpants as you, but in maroon. Maroon. They're so good. They're so good. Uh, their sweatpants, I, they should not, <laughs> they should not be treating their um, clients who are not a size small the way yeah, that they do. I agree. Because we're all, we are all buying their fucking oh, sweatpants. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the only Aritzia things that I own are my sweatpants and my hoodie. They're just so fucking comfortable. <laughs> Literally. Well, I'm too scared to I'm too scared to fucking go and like go in there because I know I'm gonna get harassed. Literally, oh my god. <laughs> the amount of looks I've gotten when I'm in there, I just I feel so awkward. Oh my god. And like the big mirror, when you have the stand out in the big mirror and like look and they're like you the dressing so room and you're like this does not fit me dude the dressing room is like vietnam oh for women of this oh day god. and age it's not oh my god like if i if i didn't have ptsd from life Damn. itself that would be my ptsd yeah. experience <laughs> it's just hey why don't you have hey can i just ask why you don't have mirrors yeah. in your fucking dressing rooms like what is wrong with Uh, you it's just like such an awkward experience too like walking out and you're just like in your little fit and you're like (laughs) i do not feel good the shirt that does not fit it's just like what and then you've got like you've got like Gigi hadid across the way (laughs) she's like she everything fits she's posing in front of her like 12 friends that she's brought because why the fuck not and like you're sitting there muffin top (laughs) on display the pants are not zipped (laughs) the button-up shirt is just like it's gaping 
it's gaping. They're like, you need to size up, hun. What size are you? And you're like, I'm at the top size they have here. And yeah, you start like, to cry. I'm actually at a 4X, bitch. Legit. You don't know what a Legit. 4X is. Thanks. They're like, we, what we the all fuck? have your size here. Oh my god. I, I don't exist to you. I didn't know <laughs> I that I'd be like dying this hard on my podcast. <laughs> you made like a whole comedy bit, dude. <laughs> this is... You no, because what? like I I like to turn my traumas into oh, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I hope you I hope everybody yeah, knows yeah. that comedy unit with Jackson. Oh my god, yes. I know <laughs> what you're, when you're literally talking about. Still my Roman yes. Empire. Still my Roman Empire. <laughs> so going yeah. on to um, our subjects, which is just basically about mental health. Yes. Um, you've kind of already perfectly segued into this. Um, how would you, in your own words, describe what mental health is? Um, Take your time. I'm like, oh, that's a really, damn, she's coming in with a question straight off the bat, Ooh, dude. Cow, baby. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's, I'd say it's different for everybody, because mm-hmm. not everybody is the yeah. same. Um, it's really hard to define it Mm -hmm. because it like a hundred percent isn't going to be the same for you as it is for me you know it's just the way and the practice Mm -hmm. of I don't even want to say protecting yourself Mm -hmm. but like um learning how you work learning how you um how you are you yeah. you know just like that sounds like no. so stupid like no hey. it doesn't I, I get what you mean like how you take in information and then how you take out information as well like both of those things yeah and like how you take in the information break it down how it affects mm-hmm. you and it's just basically like healthy coping For mechanisms sure. and like the way to like protect yourself against i agree no no no, i agree um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like Like, for a a lot of people mental health is pretty common and i feel like it's even more common nowadays because people talk about it more than they used to like i feel like my parents growing up they didn't really talk about mental health at all um I have a stat that I actually yeah. wrote down that says one in four people will struggle with mental health problems each year. And I honestly think that stat's probably yeah. even higher than that, I'm shocked to be honest. At, yeah. yeah, I was going to say I'm shocked that that number isn't like two in four oh, for because sure. holy shit. And it could be also with like the people I surround yeah. myself with are just like very mental health positive mm-hmm. people. But like my mom and dad were the same. I think it's this very... It's this, It's such a new thing, even though it's been there since, like, the 60s yeah. or the 50s or whatever. But, like, it, it was a housewives thing. It was just, like, this housewife laying on a fainting couch mm-hmm. while this pervy old man who titles himself as a psychologist asks her how she feels about that. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's... My my dad and my mom, they never really knew that, especially my mom. I think it's like, love you, mom. <laughs> She's not going to listen no. to this, I don't think. Hopefully yeah. she will. But she, like, even now she's, like, discovering new things that, like, will trigger her mm-hmm. or, like, will um, make her anxious. Yeah. And, like, I'm... Bitch, I know her better than she knows herself. Mm. She'll be re- she'll be watching something, and I'll be like, that's going to trigger you. <laughs> like, 15 minutes in, she starts crying because, like, oh. someone has cancer. And I'm like, turn it off, oh bitch. <laughs> turn it off. Fuck. Um, oh, it's hilarious. No, literally. It's um, so good. Another personal question for you, if you don't mind sharing to the ar- audience. Um, what mental health do you personally struggle with? A cocktail. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, Don't we all? Um, 
Well, we started out... Pokemon. <laughs> I know, right? It's just... <laughs> what are your Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Um, it started out with anxiety. Like, I was bullied a lot mm-hmm. as, like, a kid. Um, middle school, oh dude. Hey, let's never no. do middle school again. Literally, middle school. <laughs> middle school was really worst. bad. Um, because you know as someone who is not like conventionally the type to just like follow the norm Mm -hmm. and like you know walk the same beat as everybody else for sure um it was hard to fit in because if I didn't do the same thing as everyone they'd just be like you know Mm -hmm. um that and then Yeah, it was just anxiety for a long time. And then, well, I know now, uh, (laughs) depression. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we got some some fun little PTSD (laughs) stuck in there. Just Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, I think I'm not diagnosed by any means. But, you know, I have a therapist friend who has told me that I'm definitely ADHD. So... Yeah. Hey. Just a cocktail. <laughs> I feel so of stupid holding this mic. Our... Yeah, just no. everything. Pokemon. Yeah, everything. As you said perfectly. <laughs> you gotta I've catch them all. Caught them all. You gotta catch them all. I've almost caught them all. It's just my decks are full, dude. I got so many little balls. Oh my god. <laughs> um, going on to talking about your middle school experience. Do you remember the first time you have felt anxious or depressed when you were young? Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> anxious, it, it was just like waking up in the morning being like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but my first ever panic attack, that was mm. kind of like when we realized that something was wrong was I literally remember this so clearly. Um, so my best friend at the time, this was in high school, I think grade 10, my best friend at the time had like become friends, um, with this crowd. Also, I'm, I'm just going to preface this. I was raised really sheltered. So like any mention Mm -hmm. of like drugs or like alcohol underage was like something really scary to me. I was just like, that's really bad. It's, it's so bad for you. Like I would... (laughs) I think I unfriended some people because of it, which is, like, a huge thing of mine. Like, I was a dickhead, but, like, (laughs) now I know I'm... Now my best friend's a fucking stoner, so, (laughs) hey, I... (laughs) What the fuck ever. (laughs) Um, But, so, I... Yeah, I was really sheltered. The men... Like, even weed, you know? So, I know. What the fuck? Anyways. So... I remember I had been up all night with uh, texting my friend because she had gone to a party Mm -hmm. um, with these, like, other older friends. And, like, they were known for, like, smoking weed and, like, drinking and shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had told her, I was like, just, like, make sure to stay safe and, like, you know, make sure not to smoke because you don't have a ride home. You don't, you know, you aren't, you know anyways so I had texted her around eight and she had never texted me back and I had stayed up until like 2 a.m and then I had like an appointment the next day that was like really really important to go to and my mom had said like you have to be up by like nine I had stayed up till like ass crack of morning (laughs) I had stayed up in the like really late and So my mom had woken me up and was like, we have to go. We have to go. And I was like, well, I have to, I have to shower. And she was like, well, let's go like do it. But, but we have to go fast. So I showered and I guess I took too long and she started getting really mad at me. And again, I still had not heard from this friend. So I had the like anxiety of like, oh, I haven't slept. Oh, I have not heard from my friend. And then the anxiety of, 
fuck, my mom's mad at me and she's screaming at me and I'm trying my best and I'm, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. So eventually, I actually don't remember, but like apparently I just like started, like I just screamed and then I like just like couldn't breathe and like I started sobbing uncontrollably and like shaking. I don't remember this, but that's what my mom had told me. And like, I would like, it was almost like, I like dissociated out of it because the feeling was just so jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had never felt like such like an intense, you know, emotion. Yeah. And so, you know, like my mom didn't know what was going on either, which is, it must've been really scary for her as well. For sure. um, because like, she's just seeing her child like wheezing and crying, like yeah. what the fuck? And then she's just like, well, stop doing that. And then she was still yelling and it was not helping me. So it took a little while to get down from it. But once, once I was, we like talked it out and she was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, uh, my friend, I, uh, my friend has not texted me back. And I, you know, I like told her everything. She was like, well, shit. Um, yeah, I heard back like two days later from that friend, by the way. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks for the communication. (laughs) Did anything go about with that friend after? Were you like, well, well really she had told you. me that. Yeah, I tried. I tried to tell her that was the weird thing. I like I had tried to tell her and like express like, hey, like what you did. Like I got really, really anxious and I actually had a really bad panic attack. Um, and she was like, she basically was like, well, that's not my problem. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I hope you. I was like, okay. Oh no, this friend friend, has been gone. She's been gone. Um, Oh my god. Yeah. So that was really funny. (laughs) She's like, okay. What do you want me to do about it? I'm like, well, I just wanted to let you know. Uh, (laughs) That was a piece of shit move. Yeah. So it's it's so wild though when you think of when you think of like the first time when I had a panic attack. I think of a few years ago, but in reality, when I thought about it some more, I realized throughout my childhood, I multiple times had panic attacks and I didn't realize that because mental health isn't really talked about. And and then I didn't realize I was having one until a person with me was like, Jasmine, you're having a panic attack and you really need to go outside and get some fresh air. And I had yeah. no idea I was having them. And if yeah. whoever's listening to this right now, um, if you've never had a panic attack before, it literally is the feeling of like you're dying, and you're like dying on like the inside and the outside. It, it's it's like, just weird. It, it's, it's a weird experience. It's like your fight or flight kicks in, but they don't mm-hmm. know how to. It, it is a very, like, physical experience yeah. because your body thinks it is dying or being attacked, you yeah. know? So it's like, it, it's, it's like, oh, so we have to, the, the heart needs to start going and we need to start circulating more blood. But it's like, I'm not moving. Hey, guess mm. what? I'm laying in bed. Yeah. Like <laughs> I am laying in bed. Stop. Just, sh- 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 you know? And then... Mm-hmm. You know, so it's fighting that. And then as well as, like, the thoughts don't stop. So, like, you can't breathe. Hey, mm. sometimes you can't see. That is oh. that is a weird one. You can't see. Oh. What? Sometimes oh. you black out and you don't fucking remember it. That way, those ones are fun. Those oh ones <laughs> those ones are pretty, pretty good. Those are... <laughs> but yeah it's literally it's literally your body telling you like you are in imminent fucking danger you need to get out of here and it's like i i'm in my safe space (laughs) can we relax please for sure (laughs) oh my god um for you specifically does your mental health affect your quality of life oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I'm still in it. Um, so I don't trigger warning on parental death, I guess, but, um, so, you know, but two Mm -hmm. years ago, it's coming up on two years. My dad passed away. 
Um, and I had been like living, well, I have been basically living in like, like stuck, you know, cause like, it's weird. It like, even if your life has come to a stop, the world doesn't. So it's like, what the fuck? But like, I was just like in bed, sleep. Yeah. I would sleep all the time, eat like for me, I know that for others it's very different some people either like don't eat at all or um but I I'm overeating I overeat Mm -hmm. so much it's not binge eating that is a completely different thing uh but I overeat I like eat crap and comfort food and um and just like I I like to isolate myself a lot like yeah. it's definitely only child syndrome, but I'll isolate myself. I like won't talk to my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I get really, really irritable as well. Like bitchy. Oh. <laughs> like my poor mother. I like just like anything she asks me to do. I'm like okay. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's as if she like has asked me to go and like. You know, I don't even know. Like, it's the biggest task to do, like, the smallest thing. And if she asks me more than once, I'll be like, oh, my God, fuck off. Like, Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I just, like, everything kind of comes to a stop. And I stop, like, living, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's, like, yeah. Like, the past, like, last year was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. This year, I'm, like, I'm getting back up into it. But holy shit, you know? Like, yeah, it's not cute. It's not cute. So, like, going on, trailing back to you saying when you're in this state, when you don't want to talk to anyone, when you're just in your room sleeping and eating, does this affect your relationships? And not only your relationships with your friends, but your mom, your colleagues, anyone I in your think, life. I think, see, it hasn't affected my work, which is really good. Like, I can still get auditions done. I can still um, go to my, you know, normal work and, like, you know, get shit done. And since I am the personality hire, oh my God. <laughs> I, like, I'm really good at, like, just putting on a face and being like, hey, mm-hmm. you know like I'm I'm good good at like I'm yeah I'm really like concerningly good (laughs) being like hey (laughs) everything's cool um but it does affect my mom a lot because I I live with my mom and she's able to see when I'm off sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. realize I'm off until she's like are you okay like you just fucking yelled at me over getting groceries (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and I'm like fuck I'm so mean to my mom um or like not like it won't affect my friendships because I know again like it's always the people that are closest to you that Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable showing everything and my mom is just she sees that and I like see that in my mom right so yeah it affects our relationship a lot. Like, sometimes she feels like she's walking on eggshells around me uh, when mm-hmm. I'm, like, extra anxious or, like, just, like, not having a good day. And, like, it's the same for her, too. If she, like, is not having a good day, if, like, you know, her, like, kids – she's a teacher. If her kids were being mm-hmm. a fucking dickheads <laughs> one day, I'll be like, right, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. The kids were assholes. Thanks, kids. <laughs> now I have to deal with this. Um, yeah, so it's a lot, but we know to like not ask a lot of each other on those days and like, we'll take it on. We'll take the day on rather than them. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's a lot of communication being Mm -hmm. like, I'm not having a good day. And it's hard to say like, I'm not having a good day. It's so hard to be vulnerable because you like, I've always wanted to be like that, like, okay person for everyone mm-hmm. I've had to be for sure. so like to be like I'm not cool 
it's like, uh, fuck, what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what you're literally saying is like music to my ears. Mm-hmm. I think communication is one of the most important things. And I honestly probably value in life yeah. in general. Just because it's, I think it's really important to communicate your feelings and your thoughts and your opinions and all of those yeah. to honestly anyone that surrounds you in your life, whether that be your friends, your family, your colleagues, all of that. People just you just met, right? Communication is literally our way of living, our way of surviving. Yeah. So. And, like, also honoring the person's communication. Yes. Yes. And, like, listening to them. Yeah. Sometimes, hey, sometimes we have to listen and respect <laughs> what, respect sure. the other person's boundaries. Sure. Just putting that out there. And other people's thoughts and opinions because, you know... I have a different opinion on something that you can, and all that matters is that you, you just listen to it. I've had friends that have way different political values than I have, and the people in my life say that they appreciate me because I will sit there and listen to their side of it. Mm -hmm. And it's, if it's a great friendship, it's a two-way street. You're both communicating, you both communicate what I think, and then... yeah you know what I align with and my political values yeah. and stuff like that. My I I have a coworker who has like she's a also a different religion than me. I'm oh. not religious, so yeah. um but like her views align with her religion mm-hmm. and I like I'll listen to her and like I'll ask questions as to like why she feels that way. Mm-hmm. But like I also just know that I can't change someone's mind if their entire life their entire religion revolves around it for sure so we just we have that like agreement also i just don't want to get fired so (laughs) that's the truth that's uh that's another one that is also the truth hey yeah circling (laughs) back around to our opinions and talking about our mental health what are your personal opinions on therapy? I talk about this a lot on hey, my podcast. Hey, I'm in it. <laughs> I am in it. I yes. am deep in it. I have... <laughs> now, when I think about my relationship with my therapist, dude, I, okay, I've been in therapy since the ninth fucking grade, dude. Like, it's a thing. I'm on medication, like, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there should be a fucking stigma around it if you... Mm-hmm. if your brain cannot produce the chemistry that is needed for you to function uh-huh. take a pill bitch yeah. take a pill yeah and if you if you are uh an addict or like trying to recover from addiction uh-huh. there are ways where like there are ways the pharmacy can like help you with that like yeah i'm i'm not an addict or a recovering addict myself so mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah. There are ways that you can go about it, still get your medication, and For not sure. fall into that dark place again. But again, I'm not mm-hmm. an addict, so I don't, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I think, again, I will say different types of therapy work for different types of people. Talk mm-hmm. therapy is the most common one that works for everyone. I'm in talk therapy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um just like talking to a third party that's not in your life and like viewing everything is so important i agree um i find because hey my therapist will tell me if i'm fucking stupid (laughs) my therapist will tell me we've been together for since the 10th grade so 11 12 uh two three like 10 years fucking decade like like a long time so she's been there through everything and she just knows like she'll be like hey (laughs) is that behavior really necessary and i'll be like no but i'm just angry (laughs) (laughs) no but i need you to agree with me (laughs) please but like it's one thing being said having a great group of friends to talk to but i also think it's good in my personal opinion having a professional to be able to talk to a professional about yeah which is so so important because your friends your friends you could say i killed a man and they'd be like as you should (laughs) where's the body (laughs) 
Let's go. Like, they... (laughs) Like, if I told you and Tess that I killed someone, you'd be like, okay, okay, what did he do? So what did he do? And, like, I'd be like, oh, he just, like, cut me off on the street. And you'd be like, you know what? He deserved it. Let's let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Like, you'd be there. But, like, a professional would be like, okay, so... So break that down for me. Can yeah. you tell me why you thought that was necessary? Yeah. Like, Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Like, you know, that type, that kind of vibe. Yeah. They, yeah. And they also, my therapist is also really good at, like, noticing body language as well. Mm-hmm. Like, they notice everything. If you clam up, if you close up, they'll be like, why'd you do that? And, like, if, if you know, something shows on your face, they will notice that, like, yeah. oh, maybe you're uncomfortable. Maybe you want to talk more about that. Um, it's it's about everything. Literally. And it's just that third party that can For just sure. change everything. And sometimes yeah. you just need a person to talk to. You don't need to have a mental illness or, like, you know, trauma or anything. You could just be a person that wants to, like, branch out and complain we all need to complain even though like i agree even though you know you like i know there's this like toxic positivity going around and it's been around for fucking ages yeah we can complain we can gossip we're humans we we interact by telling stories Mm -hmm. so yeah i just i just think that complaining is okay gossiping is okay as long as it's like not malicious Mm-hmm. Oh, gossiping is kind of malicious, but hey, listen. As long as it's not like turning into anything else, you can have that conversation with your friends. You can do that, mm-hmm. but and like that third party is great to also give you advice on how to handle things and show yeah. you what you need to work on. You know, For sure. even though it's fucking expensive, but there are some really good other resources. That's around. true. That's true. So there's there's free resources. I did a three, four month like three fer- therapy thing through Foundry in Canada. So oh, that's if awesome. anyone lives in Canada, listen to that. Foundry, My yeah. therapist was awesome, and I learned a lot um, going into that experience. Speaking of learnings, yeah. what have you learned from being in therapy? I'm I'm not an emotional person like I don't cry very easily Mm. um so I have learned that I like it's okay to cry it's okay to like have emotions Mm -hmm. um because I just kind of like make it all into jokes Definitely. And exactly. And it's also okay to not it's okay to not believe that what you've went through is fair or mm-hmm. what you've gone through is fair. Mm-hmm. Like if some people are just like I've gotten so many like oh I'm so sorry and like you can't really answer other than like oh it's okay, but it's not okay. And you can yeah. you are able to honor and acknowledge that. Um sure. and sit in that it's actually encouraged to sit in that and be like, no, it's actually not fucking okay. Of course. But it, then you have to move on from it. Not move on, but you have mm-hmm. to be like, okay, so that's how we feel. Yeah. But what are we doing now? Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard. It is. That's hard. But yeah, grief is also fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Grief is, is so fucking is weird. It's a wild roller coaster and it hits, yeah. It hits it's you the, the wild most fucking unexpected west. times, uh, for sure. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. Oh my god. I got <laughs> mad at my dead father because he didn't come with me to get my car serviced. Oh <laughs> my god. This was just last week, by the way. Oh. <laughs> This was last week? I, like, texted my mom. I was like, fuck dad for not being here. And she was like, hey, he's dead. And I was like, yeah, exactly. 
Oh my god. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? There's a lot, but Stop yeah. It. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. On a more uplifting note, how do you uh, practice self care on yourself as Emma? Okay. Let's do this, people. Take out your fucking <laughs> pen and paper. <laughs> There's, I, I love doing things like alone. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm a, I'm an introvert. I'm like an inner person. So, just being able to like sit and read a book, bitch. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, <laughs> that, that oh is God. so amazing. Reading has saved me a lot. Um. And it's also kind of helpful in the sense that, like, you can just get away from life for a little bit. Yeah. Just, like, get into a different world and, like, just kind of go there for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, plants. If you <laughs> yes. cannot afford to buy an animal of <laughs> sorts, plants, or if you just, like, aren't to the point where you can emotionally handle or take on an animal plants are a really really great place to start because hey you water them once a week and they just do stuff you know (laughs) so that's awesome um i love plants and if you can't afford a pet my dog has literally saved my life hey Mm -hmm. shout out to Poppy. poppy she has like i remember getting her we got her 10 days after my dad passed and i remember i was so i was freaking out because i was like what have I just gotten myself into? Mm-hmm. This is a dog. This is a living being. Hey, yeah. never taken care of a dog before. My dad's dead. Hey, still haven't figured that how to live from that. Mm-hmm. And also, what if I can't handle her? And then I have to like, I don't want to surrender her just because mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> so like having her and like having the knowledge that like, hey, if I don't want to take care of myself one day, I still have to take care of this little, little tiny yelling being who wants to go outside (laughs) (laughs) all the fucking time. Yeah. And also she's helped me through like, I think the most recent panic attack, which was like big guy, Mm -hmm. um, which was last year I was having one. And this was the first one she had ever like seen me have, um, I remember I was like heaving and like I mm. couldn't really stand up because, you know, sometimes it do be like that. Mm. Um, and she started barking at me and I was just like, you know, getting more overwhelmed because I was like, why the fuck is she barking? And my mom yeah. like my mom was like, Emma, she wants you to pet her. She oh. wants you to pet her. And so I started petting her and I like I started coming down from it. Just, like, having that, like, sensory, like, just something to, like, ignite or distract what is going on up here and to just, like, have that touch and, like, that repetitive motion of, like, petting a dog or just holding on to something, that is really, really helpful. Um, She also knows when the fuck I'm sad. She'll just, like, come and lay on my chest and it's like, hey. Oh my god. She's it's I'm a little bit scared that she's just really good at sensing emotions. Because oh. I've seen other dogs, like Tessa's cat Pippin's really good, but she's yeah. like What the f she's a human in a dog suit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. Going poopy. on to uh film categories. Um, being an actor and dealing with mental health. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you think mental health is uh, being shown truly on film and TV, in your personal opinion? (laughs) We're getting there, Uh but... Yeah, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. But it it's taking a little while. Yeah. Um, I actually auditioned for something in the summer. I don't know if it's gone into production. It's like it's gonna be like a a film on like one like a TV is TV station. So it's like mm. a TV station film. I don't know. Um, but it's 
it was a movie for um oh my gosh I don't remember what the illness is called Mm -hmm. but it is for a different type of anorexia it's um trigger warning anorexia (laughs) um it's about like a mid-sized girl like teenager like Mm -hmm. someone who looks like me um going through anorexia and like that sort of eating disorder yeah um and it's not shown as like oh this already skinny girl is like you know starving herself to get even skinnier like no like it's realistic um and it actually shows her like how how truly disgusting it can be sometimes like Mm -hmm. it's not all just like oh I'm just gonna throw up in the toilet and um you know starve myself like no it Mm. it's worse than that sometimes so yeah I really wanted that role and I got a call back for it but yeah I really admire what they were doing with that I want to see it I want to see that if it ever comes out it's called uh, yeah it's called starving so I might look around for it because they might have changed the title like I have no fucking clue but Mm -hmm. I was really interested in seeing that and I actually got a little scared because I wasn't sure if I would be able to hack it Mm -hmm. you know because also like it's hitting a little close to home so I like texted my therapist I was like do you think this is going to go back in all of the progress I have made and she was like no bitch because you're aware that you know those like coping mechanisms aren't right right and I was like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) and she was like okay then you can go through with this because you know and I was like shut up (laughs) shut up Kayla oh my god (laughs) speaking of films jumping into my film finds with me let's do it I literally wrote these out. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you wrote them down? Perfect. Um, (laughs) I'll share a few of mine. So I chose three, and I'll just rapid fire them really quick. Yeah. Um, After Sun. So I recently just watched After Sun. Okay. I haven't watched this one. And it was made a few years ago. It's about a father and his daughter, and it's one of the most accurate depictions on screen of depression i've ever seen in film which is absolutely amazing um another one that is really really good is skeleton twins with bill Hader and christian wig um it's basically about siblings so bill's uh bill Hader's character tries to um commit suicide and his sister basically brings Mm -hmm. him in to her home and it's just about their relationship and after that it is a really really good film i recommend that one Damn. okay and then there's one i watched recently again it's called punch drunk love with adam sandler it's just a blossoming romance between two socially anxious characters and i really really enjoyed that film it is a really good Hey, haven't seen any of those, but that's uh, immediately going to go on my watch list. Yes. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> Thank you. What the oh. hell? Mine are so much more basic. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, sh- oh, never mind. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, I reviewed them all on my letterbox, so check that out. Love letterbox, not sponsored, but can be sponsored. Emma, your turn to share your movies. <laughs> Fresh off letterbox, what the fuck are you doing not sponsoring this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so these are pretty, like, definitely more basic ones, mm-hmm. um, but ones that, hey, I still think stand the test of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, first, we got Perks of Being a Wallflower, people. Classic. What are you doing if you have not watched that? Classic. Um, it's with Logan Lerman and Emma yes. Watson. Yes. And, oh, that other guy, but mm. we don't talk about him. Ezra <laughs> Miller. We don't talk about We them. don't talk about no. Ezra Miller, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then we got soul yes soul disney's soul um yes we love a good (laughs) disney film and then we've got inside out hey (gasps) if you have not cried to inside out recently i suggest you do that friends please 
The second because one's coming I'm out gonna this year. I'm going to poop my pants. I'm going to shit myself. Oh my I, God. hey, that may not be able to watch it in theaters because I might just start biting on the cushions. Oh, my God. Gnawing on the cushions. They have anxiety <laughs> in this next one. Yeah, so that's why I don't, I'm going to start, I'm going to shit, piss, and start chewing on the seats. Oh, my um, God. So, oh my God. I don't think that'll be a good idea if I go see it. No, I don't <laughs> in think theaters. so. In theaters. I'll just do so. it in the comfort of my own home. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Sounds good. So, yeah, right? Those are yours? So, yeah, those, those are, are my three. three. I love them. Yeah. Classic. Period. Can't go wrong. Right? Check them out. I've watched all right? of those films, so check them out on my letterbox so for my cute. reviews. Love They're it. great films. <laughs> I'm um, now running away from film and TV and all of that jazz, um, but I have one last sneak attack question for ya. Uh, I love, oh, fuck. Okay. I love doing sneak attack questions um, because you think the questions are done, but they're not. <laughs> um, I love that so much. <laughs> my last final question before we wrap up this podcast Um or our podcast, shall I say. Shit, okay. um, tell me about a moment where you're most proud of yourself. Ugh. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. I need to find, like, a recent moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that audition, I was really proud of. Yeah. Because, um, like, hey, I got myself to cry, like, twice doing that audition. What the wow. fuck? It's really hard for me to like make myself and like let myself like just freak out and do that so that was really good wow. um fuck shit <laughs> <laughs> this really shows how difficult it is to like um honestly last week where i just like went to the fucking nissan dealership and like got my car serviced yes like that was a really scary experience because hey I'm dealing with men mm-hmm. who might rip me off. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I also did it alone, so. And it's honestly the small things that matter the most, right? Um, you have to Literally. appreciate those small moments, even if they're tiny. Like, I took myself out uh, to get a coffee, and I did that myself, right? That's something that you should be proud yeah. of. So, really. Yeah, doing things alone, Wild. Yes, I agree. Yeah. It's wild, but it's all a part of that life journey. Yeah. And all a part can of that I mental ask, health journey. Oh, fuck, what? Can I ask Can I ask you that? Can I ask you that sneak attack question? <laughs> yeah. What are you most proud of yourself of? Oh, my God. <laughs> English? Uh, English. <laughs> I am most proud of um, my last trip when I went to Scotland. I messaged a group chat, um, this huge group chat, where a lot of people were staying in Edinburgh. Um, It's this really cool app uh, through Hostel World. And I messaged that group chat, and I was like, hey, does anyone want to go grab drinks? And I was the first to do that, and I rallied up, like, eight people, and we all went out. And then, yeah, that's just something that I've been really proud of, and, like, honestly, you know, just waking up. Waking up in the morning. so cool. (laughs) Thank you. Honestly, that is so cool that you were able to just like be like, okay, whores, we're in the same place. Do you want to drink alcohol with me? Like, that is so cool that you were able to do that. Wow. And honestly, it scared the crap out of me. Um, Just doing it, I was quite scared. But you know what? It's not going to happen if you don't do it. So you just got to yeah. do it. Rip the and band-aid like, off. I'm sure and you made friends, which is yeah. awesome. I met so many amazing people on that trip. And I'm just really excited for my future travel excursions. So it was lovely. Honestly, was that's yeah. so nice. I'm, that, I am proud of you for that. Oh, no, I'm proud of you. Uh. I'm proud of you. I'm not even talking <laughs> to the mic. I'm proud I'm of To the you. camera. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, I'm proud of you. To, to wrap up this podcast, I am going to lean over my last Shit. wholesome <laughs> weekly words of advice to the listeners. Emma, okay. oh this is gosh. all you. 
you have the spotlight, you have the stage. Um, what are your wholesome weekly words of advice for this week? Okay, I saw this post. Uh, it's been floating around recently. I don't know if it was, it's was. it been floating around on like Tumblr or Instagram. I've seen them both on that those platforms. Um, but it's this quote that's like, don't grieve the future. Mm-hmm. And that like hits because yeah. you're already grieving the past. You're already grieving the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is basically grieving the future mm-hmm. and like dreading the future. So it was just like, wow, that's like a really poetic and like beautiful way to like say that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to say don't grieve the future when you're already. I love it. You know? I've yeah. Got to so. add that onto my Pinterest board for sure. <laughs> It's definitely over there. <laughs> it's a very Pinterest quote and like yeah. thing to say. I I'm pretty sure Pinterest. it's on there too. So I love Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Pinterest, Letterbox, two favorite apps. Two most used apps. I mean, I'll throw in TikTok there as well. But whatever. yeah, Pinterest and Goodreads, man. Those are yeah. my two like. Those are yours. Add those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my name. <laughs> add, me, add me on Goodreads. It's Emma LaDuke. <laughs> Keep on it with your book talks, dude. I'll put your book Thank talk you so link much. I'm down editing. below. <laughs> Period. I'm editing January. No, December's book talk. Tra- book- oh, oh. <laughs> I'm editing. I'm editing December's uh, review. Yeah. So Yay. watch out for that. You guys, stay tuned for that. I'll put Emma's links down below. Otherwise, we have Thank now you. crushed the finish line on this lovely mental health podcast journey with great emma um i'd like to thank emma you for coming on honestly (laughs) emma you are such a big advocate for everyone um you're constantly posting on instagram helpful article links um you're you're just advocating for other people and I I pride you on that honestly I think it's super super fantastic and lovely and honestly I couldn't have asked for a better person to share their thoughts their feelings their opinions on the subject because you're so knowledgeable you're you're amazing you're lovable and you're so fucking funny you're so fucking funny um Ah. I would love to watch you do stand-up comedy for sure I would cry (laughs) and laugh at the same time but Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I think everyone else will appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me, Jasmine. I appreciate you so much. Oh, so great to connect with you virtually. And then hopefully whenever I'm in Canada, we can do this in person with Tess, of course. (laughs) Yeah, Um, you, me, and Tess, dude. Let's make a threesome out of it, shall I say. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, now it's time to log off. (laughs) Everyone, thank you for listening. Have a terrific Tuesday. And I will catch you next week. Uh, So now let's just close her off. All I do is say bye. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.